Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is episode 108 of Robots on Typewriters. 108. Never know whether to say 108 or 108. That was me correcting you. You're supposed to say 108. All right. Yep. It was 108, you big idiot. Won't happen again. Just a number. Get it right. You're going to replace me with Lee. And that's that. And then we'll see. Anyway. <laughs> what, what is... Replace me with Matt. That'll be that. That'll be that. Replace, Replace you with me Mario. with Mario. <laughs> Go to the barrio. <laughs> that was all I had to. <laughs> um, what do we do here other than rhyming? Uh, little little rhyming games. Um, Replace me with Janelle. I'll see you in hell. <laughs> Ooh, I like that one. Um, that's like a big threat. That's like if if you go that if you go as far <laughs> exactly. as to replace me with Janelle, I'll see you in hell, bitch. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, this is a. Oh, I'm I'm glad that replace I replace you I, with Jonah. See you in Arizona. <laughs> that's not that bad. So <laughs> would I mean would be an upgrade, but I feel like the crime doesn't suit the punishment. Um, it's not the crime. <laughs> You are assigned a punishment and then you commit a crime that makes that punishment worthwhile. Uh, something to evening recordings are really fucked up. <laughs> like weekly yeah, evening it's, uh, recordings. It's robots on typewriters after dark. Oh my god, time. I thought you were just stealing the intro out from me because I couldn't do it. Um, no, no, no. I'm glad that I asked. I really had to say that. But um, yeah, this is Robots on Typewriters, a podcast where we, if you can imagine, talk about computational creativity. We talk about all of the fun, entertaining, interesting, creative things that um, people make using computers. Procedural generation, machine learning, AI, rhyming, um... And uh, yeah, so we have two segments on this show. Both of them were named by a random word gen, a random word generator. Random right word Jen. She's our friend. <laughs> That's what we call her. Um, <laughs> yeah, you thought that was a, a website all this time? That's just our, our friend Jen. Uh, she's just really good at picking up random words and putting them down. We have two segments. The first one is the zesty hat. Um, that's where we talk about, uh, one of us talks about something that we want to share that we found recently. Um, and then the second one is our zesty, <laughs> it's our trashy our toy. Zestier hat. <laughs> our zestier hat. Our even zestier hat. It's a, the trashy toy. And that's where we play a game of our own devising sometimes um, using some of the tools that we like to talk about. And it is my turn to don the zesty hat this week. And I'm going to be talking about Facey Pixelizer. This oh, is something yes. that it's been bringing us quite a bit of joy um, recently. And a lot of people has been bringing a lot of joy. A lot um, of people have been bringing us joy. Lately. A lot of people have been bringing us joy recently. Um, and I'm just going to list some right now. My friend. Um, never mind. My friend, Jen. <laughs> My friend Jen, she's so good at random words. Um, it is a, a Google collaboratory um, that uh, employs something called Pulse. What it does is um, it will take an image. You can give it an image of somebody's face, ideally. It will... Is this is this correct? I actually have not used the thing. Does it pixelize the thing for you? And no, then, you no. have to provide a pixelized image. Oh, okay. Um, okay. 
Never mind. You provide it a pixelated image of, of a face, ideally, and it will then, um, quote unquote, depixelize it into a, a, a neural network generated image using StyleGAN, which is a um, generative adversarial network that we have talked about before. Um, it uh, generates um, and it, it will generate uh, to the best of its ability an uh, image of a human face that it thinks might have <laughs> might be uh, hiding behind that pixelized image um, and uh, yeah so this uses a, an, um, an an algorithm called uh, pulse made by um, some researchers from Duke University and um, as far as I understand it, that like pulses the the thing that it's using, and then face depixelizer is it kind of made accessible via a Google collaboratory notebook. Um, by it was created by a um, Russian developer named Denis Malamanov. Um, and so uh, it's um, a great place to uh, check out some examples of the way Face Depixelizer works is on Janelle Shane's blog, AI Weirdness. Uh, she did some um, some some fun little uh, fun little things here. There's some some real horror shows, some some pleasant, funny things. Um, you can you can check that out just to get an idea of how it works. Um, and you can also go ahead and use the uh, the collab yourself if you would like. Um, we yeah, I'd highly recommend. We were messing around with yeah. it this past weekend. Um, even if you like, I know I say this about a lot of things. I might be the boy who cried wolf about collaboratories at this you point. Cried Max wolf. Um, you need no understanding of like if you can turn on the computer, you will be able to handle this. Um, you basically, there's a big red arrow showing you what button to click. You click that, then there's a new button that says browse, like to upload an image. You upload a pixelated image. It will just give you, it takes a minute, and then it'll give you the depixelized image. Nothing else to it. Nice. Two buttons. Two buttons. Yeah, um, it, it's as far as like implementing a really impressive uh, neural net in a really easy to use package, well done on that collaboratory. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, so, um, it can be, uh, easy way to find it is github.com slash TG hyphen bombsy, B-O-M-Z slash, uh, face hyphen depixelizer. That's the GitHub, um, for it. Um, I'm trying to look back and- We'll tweet that out, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to look back at the, um, at what we, um, at the weird little family that we- created this weekend yeah so we put in like um <laughs> oh it was your mom me and allison's own selves plus yeah. like some friends family co dogs. co-workers um and my two dogs that i had <laughs> growing up um and a bunch and of us ended up looking up. like siblings and like parents to oh. that same family <laughs> yeah but not in the not quite in the uh way you'd expect who was it your it looks like Chase was the dad. Your dog yeah, Chase was so the my, dad. <laughs> a, the standard poodle dog Aww. was the father, and my supervisor Ben was the mother. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Yep. Chase did look like a dad. He, I mean, he was a dad at heart. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's a fun thing to play around with. Um. Definitely a fun yeah. thing that you could pull up, you know, and throw some of your friends' pictures in it, and then show them some. Horror show yeah, images. Of I, I generated think that people. was what we found to be the most fun, like roasting your friends of like, haha, <laughs> yeah. look, it thinks I'm hot, and it thinks that you're like some 
horror yeah. show. It's funny. Um, so I when I pulled up the GitHub, there's a big note on it saying, uh, we have noticed a lot of people, a lot of concern that Pulse will be used to identify individuals whose faces have been blurred out. We want to emphasize that this is impossible. Pulse makes imaginary faces of people who do not exist, which should not be confused for real people, which is, it was, it was something that I hadn't even considered. Well, I guess because I, I guess I knew how it worked. But yeah. the idea that, that this thing could be used to like, like identify people who were like were tr- blurred for privacy but it's really just turned out some you know <laughs> some yeah it's people so who there, do not there are exist. a couple like real life things like that that are worth talking about so, sure like, i think we always say that you know um <laughs> my opinion anyway as a <laughs> researcher in nominally in computer science is that anything ai led machine learning led is like currently only properly suited for comedy right now because it's all a complete mess. Um, but I do understand that facial recognition technology is sure, yeah. scary. Um, it's abused by authoritarian governments. And I could see how something like this that uh, could help in making facial recognition technology better might be a bad thing. Right. Um, but yeah, since this is generating fake faces and like on a pretty clear blurred image of Barack Obama made some like generic white guy from, uh, he's like what I imagine from Eastern Europe. (laughs) I was going to, he like, for some reason, when I see the face, it looks like Tom Brady to me. I don't know if that's valid. um, I don't really know what Tom Brady looks like all that much. I I can see it. Yeah. I can see it being a misremembered version of tom brady's face okay yeah he's like tom brady from my dreams yeah so like if this one day is like way more accurate than like you know the artist's rendition of like a criminal like at right police sketches then yeah maybe it will be really bad but right now um yeah. it won't be and yep. part of that is another thing that janelle highlights um i don't know if you were going to talk about it no, probably but not. The second half of her article is about bias in AI. Mm. Um, and there's kind of a reckoning that, like, a lot of data scientists say, well, like, StyleGAN or Pulse or whatever can't be biased or can't be racist or things like that because it just makes an output based on whatever you put in. So, like, it's not doing that according to any sort of rules. It's just you know, input being transformed into output mathematically, um, you know, following somewhat randomly learned methods. Mm -hmm. Um, But the problem is, um, if the data set that StyleGAN is based on has thousands of face images, but they're all, you know, pictures of computer scientists and their colleagues who uploaded these images... And all of those computer scientists and colleagues, for the most part, are white. You get a lot of white faces in your data set. Right, um, exactly. So you get a lot of white faces in your output. So this is not the first time some machine learning that has to do with faces had an extreme bias towards white faces. And Janelle points out that, yeah, even putting possibly the most famous blackface, um, now blackface, two words, (laughs) not one word. Um, possibly putting the most famous black face there is, Barack Obama, in 
uh, still gets you some white guy. Right. Might might help point out that this data set is, uh, you know, is poisoned from the beginning and yeah. uh, needs needs some work. Yeah. Janelle talks about bias in, in data sets a lot. She, I know she talks about it quite a bit in her, in her book that at least um, I seem to remember that being the case so yeah Yeah. it's a thing worth addressing yeah so yeah uh i would say fear not in uploading your blurred picture on uh in an attempt to get something funny out you'll probably either get a horror show or a swedish looking man in my experience (laughs) yeah there's almost no in between yeah well that's me hat it's me pixelated and then depixelated hat uh, if you put a pixelated image of a hat in, what do you mm. think would come out? Maybe a toy. Hmm. What a segue. I think that's the first time we've ever tried to segue. <laughs> I, I didn't even try. Um, it just happened yeah, naturally. Yeah, you succeeded. Do or do not. There is no try. Do or do uh, not. Yeah, no this die. week's zesty toy. What the fuck? <laughs> This week's trashy toy. We hinted at it last week. We didn't even hint. We just said straight up what we were going to do. Big hint. Um, Yeah, we're in the pocket of big hint. Last week, we played a game where we made up some new musicals. And the one that captured both of our attention was Assassins the Game. Oh, Assassins the Game. I was listening to regular Assassins today. Um, If you missed last week's episode... Assassins the Game, we discovered, is a musical about a group of friends. Um, were they in their last year of high school? Yeah, it's like, it's, it's like May of, of their senior year of high school. Yeah, and their, their one last like big fun thing in high school is they're going to play a game of Assassin, the <laughs> social game where you have to get someone one-on-one and kill them so in in some versions of assassin it's like shoot them with a water gun or a nerf gun in some versions it's like put a post-it note on their back um something like that yeah um we're gonna this week flesh out assassins the game figure out what the plot of this musical is who the friends are maybe maybe we'll figure out who wins maybe that's yeah. uh maybe that's not even part of the plot maybe yeah. the viewer never gets to know yeah um i was just looking back trying to remember some of the uh songs that we um that we said were from assassins of the game and the one thing that the the big thing was that there was um uh, somebody works at a blockbuster, and um, so some of the songs that we uh, involved were called "Rent This Movie" and "Blockbuster and Broadway." And what were some of the others? We I know that there were others. I know the one with Allie B. Oh, we Allie B. There's and the two Allies in the group. Right. Yeah. Um, well, we'll we'll see what else uh, we'll see what else happens. Um, yeah. So we're we're gonna use "Right with Transformer" to to just kind of right along with us kind of collaborate on this us between just us and the transformer and see what we get yeah i'm uh i'm typing up some background info for it now and then i'll i'll let right with transformer generate away okay this is some level three uh generated text human and machine cooperation the machine is generating text and i will select it Mm mm-hmm Okay, here we go. 
Um, I said, Assassins the Game is a musical about a group of high school seniors playing the social game Assassin as their last bash before graduation. The friend group includes Allie B, comma, and I was hoping it would give me a list of names, but <laughs> instead it's going to give me descriptions. Oh, even better. Okay. That's exactly what I thought. Allie B, the girl who is always the odd one out. Aw. And the redhead. <laughs> Every friend group has I got want one. another name. Oh, here we go. A girl named, uh, it says a girl named S. Does she <laughs> oh. have the rest of a name? Hope not. A girl named Sona, S-O-N-A, who is a nerd who, oh, no, I accidentally hit tab. She's not a nerd. She is a tomboy and. And a lesbian. (laughs) Well, my options are a tomboy and a former tomboy, a tomboy (laughs) and a nerd. Former tomboy is a lesbian. It's like you used to say tomboy when you were little. A tomboy and a bit of an quotation marks and, and then it lesbian. Cuts a bit of a an quote out. <laughs> okay. That's what they called lesbians back then. Out. That's, oh, because that's right. When this this takes place in like the early late night, like the late nineties, early nineties or something yeah, like that. Okay. This is the this is Scream, so it takes right. place in <laughs> in the late nineties. Yeah. All right, a girl named Sona, who is a tomboy and a bit of an out, a shy boy (laughs) named Kazuma, who likes to hang out in the forest. Okay, gotta go find him in the forest. the lovable and innocent and kind-hearted and very popular and intelligent boy. (laughs) I think the Transformer has a crush. (laughs) <laughs> I think so too. Yuko. Okay. Nope, that says Yoko. Okay. Uh yep, Yoko's a boy's name sometimes. He will be credited for breaking up the friend group, I'm sure. <laughs> exactly. Um uh, we d- we need another alley though, right? To justify Alley B. Yeah, I'll, I'll work in the other alley. <laughs> All right. Let me re-describe the friend group if you want right, to take please. some notes. Oh, yeah. There is Allie B, who is always the odd one out, and the redhead. <laughs> a girl named Sona, who is a tomboy and a bit of an out. A shy boy named Kazuma, who likes to hang out in the forest. <laughs> hang out in the forest. <laughs> what a freak. <laughs> um, and... The lovable and innocent and kind-hearted and very popular and intelligent uh, boy Yoko, all over, all over. Who star. is the most okay. outgoing of the group? I can imagine that he honestly sounds insufferable. <laughs> there is also Ali C, the one who is usually the princess and the cool girl. Okay, I'm imagining Molly Ringwald already. Even though yeah. Ali B is the redhead. <laughs> It's yeah, it's tricky that it's like split. Maybe it's a a parent trap situation where she is both. <gasps> Oof, love a parent trap situation. I had to remember if parent trap. I I had to figure out if I needed to say a parent trap situation or a full house situation. <laughs> a full is house situation. Two girls playing. Their one siblings. Girl, their mom died, and they're three, <laughs> and they're raised by three friends. <laughs> but. Uh, 
<laughs> Maybe it's a parent trap situation and a full house situation. They've just had a lot going on in their lives. Like they, their parents broke up, got back together when they met at camp. Then the mom died. Then the uncle moved. Yeah, the uncles move in and all that. <laughs> it's just a very eventful life. And now they're trying to get all of these uncles who are not related by blood right. to marry each other. Okay. Um, to keep the family together. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. Wait, I don't know what you're... <laughs> now, okay. when, when I said a parent trap or a full house situation, did you catch what I was meaning there? Or... <laughs> no. if I meant, was it like how Lindsay Lohan played two different twins? Or was it like how Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, <laughs> who are real twins, played a single child? <laughs> so is it Molly Ringwald playing two characters or two... <laughs> Two actresses playing one character. <laughs> I <laughs> didn't get that. But I can see where you're coming from, that they also both have like dynamics of like, you know, dad trying to raise a kid on his own. This is, I mean, all of the above will be true about Allie B and Allie C. It is kind of fucked up that they named their twins both Allie, and, but they have different last names. Okay. We'll figure it out. Um, I think the the next step here is figuring out who's assigned who. Who? Okay. Yes, that's a good for the point. assassination yeah. game. Allie B has to kill. <laughs> well, my options were someone, all of, <laughs> or Allie B has to kill the boy Kazuma. Okay. I like this recurring joke already. Uh, Allie B has to kill the boy, Kazuma. Kazuma mm. has to kill the lovable, charming, and sweet boy, Yoko. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is reading like a fanfic where Yoko really wrote is. the fanfic. <laughs> All right. Yoko has to kill the out and nerdy loner and tomboy, Sona. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sona has to kill the cool, outgoing, girly girl, Allie C. Okay. And that just leaves oh. Allie C has to kill Allie B. That's some that's some sisterly drama there. Why don't we do some scene setting? Let's figure out like where about just because I like to know these kinds of things. Yeah. Like where do they live and in, in like and um. Some also, yeah, I I want to know because one of the um one of the facets of the game assassins usually if you're playing in a big group um you know usually it's like you're on a college campus or something so there are like safe zones because you you know you can't just be out <laughs> you can't just be afraid all the time you so, can't just be out you can't just be out so <laughs> um uh so I want to know like what is in their game, uh, a safe zone? Is it like people's houses? Because Allie B and Allie C assumedly live together. Um, well, I think we're actually, this is making, oh, hold on. Oh. The friends live in the dorm in the student council building. Okay. Uh, okay. So the maybe they live at like a building. boarding school. Okay. That may, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, which is in an abandoned building. Oh, the student council building? <laughs> that used to be the student council building. Ooh, haunting. <laughs> okay. Okay. They live in a dorm that's 
possibly been renovated to be it used to be the student council building then it got rebuilt as a dorm or it might oh. be an abandoned building that these five yeah, how many um, people do we even have here we've five? got five yeah a, a abandoned yeah. building is an interesting thing to have on a college or on a, yeah, on a boarding you know, school campus you don't have to be afraid of being killed by the assassin all the time you have to be afraid all the time of the ghosts yeah yeah Oh, I hope there's a ghost. I hope there ends up being a ghost. Um, I feel like five people is a solid, um, solid number of people for the core cast of a of a like an ensemble musical. It's not it's not too overwhelming. Yeah, you can keep track of everyone. Yeah. Um, I'm getting some more background here. The students okay. live there because it was once the home. Who? Of the quote. Students who were council building always the most popular. (laughs) Yoko, (laughs) he's like, I swear, this is where the cool kids used to live when my older brother went here. (laughs) This is what my older brother said, and he was the most popular, coolest. Oh man. I think we're already on to something. What do we got? Uh, what you just said. Oh, oh, uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. I think that's it, that Yoko's older brother is convincing him, like, yeah, yeah, all the cool kids lived in the abandoned building, idiot. Oh, my God, exactly, and yeah. And Yoko, being innocent, is like, guys, my older brother wouldn't lie to me. Yeah, <laughs> so they just live. This is the end of the year. They moved into the abandoned building for uh, an entire school year. Uh, I mean, they survived until now. Until May, yeah. Until May. Until May showed up. Until May showed up. May is the quote. <laughs> cool girl. <laughs> That's um, true. Yeah, what else do you want to know about them? So we know. I want to know, like, geographically live. where this school is. Ooh, you know what I'm gonna do? What? I want <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck are you gonna do? I am going to. I want to. Um, at least for the first murder, I want to decide who did it with just like a random generator. Not who did it. Who who uh, got it? Yeah, with a yeah. You want to see who the first yeah, yeah kill is gonna be? Um, yeah, I got a little bit more about the geography. So I just put okay. their school and then let right with transformer generate. Mm-hmm. Uh, their school is located in the old district, which was once mm-hmm. the center of the city and the capital of the country. Okay. It is not known where the city is now. <laughs> okay, there's something very like spirited away about this at the moment. It's like it feels like it exists in a in like a not like a little not real place. Yeah, I think ever since we heard that Kazuma likes to hang out in the forest, uh, something's <laughs> off. Yeah. Honestly, ever since we heard his name was Kazuma. <laughs> um, okay, uh, so... I'm not saying most of the text on the internet that GPT-2 <laughs> is trained on is anime fanfic, but... <laughs> um, okay, are we are we ready for the first kill, or do we need to know... 
Um, we one last piece of info okay. we need to know is who works at Blockbuster. Oh, it's so important. So this is some weird little like fantastical pocket universe, but Blockbusters exist and it is the nineties. Oh well, you know, you can choose which generation I'm going with here. I said one of the friend group works at Blockbuster, mm-hmm. comma that is hoping to get a name. Mm-hmm. They said that is. A video. <laughs> that is a video store. I know they don't really exist uh-huh. anymore. So you my used to go rent movies. <laughs> yeah. My options are being talked down to by Transformer. <laughs> um, the second option is that is owned by. Oh, that's or, good. Oh, what's that is, the third? That, the third one isn't as exciting. That is one of. Oh, no. Owned so by. So do we want to know who it's owned by? Absolutely. Or do we want right with Transformer to spell out what a blockbuster is? <laughs> I mean, as sweet as that is, I want to know who it's owned by. Oh, man. Who is it owned by? One of the friend group works at the blockbuster that is owned by Yoko's brother. <gasps> oh, <laughs> oh my God. So, like, Yoko's brother, he's graduated, but he, like, still lives in town. This, I, like, yeah, I, his, I don't Yoko's think Yoko's brother's his... a big loser. Uh, oh, that is probably true, but I also get the idea that he's, like, a villain. Like, I think he's, like, you know what you guys gotta do? Like, this, I know nothing about Scream, but I assume people do die. Um, and so he's, like, you know, it's, it's a tr- tradition that seniors always play. Big game of assassin. But, like, you know what would really stir things up? If you made somebody think there was a real killer and then people start dying. But it is Yoko's brother. Yeah, I think that all checks out. Um, I think Yoko's brother would definitely be way too into Scream in the late <laughs> yeah. 90s. And want to make it a reality. Um, I just typed in on this same paragraph right after Owned by Yoko's Brother. The year is, and I let mm-hmm. it generate, and it gave me 1997. Beautiful. Um, and, I, and it also wanted to go on from there. So it says it is 1997, comma, and, and it begins with a Y. So I'm sure it's going to talk about Yoko's brother. We need a name for this man, too. The year is 1997, and Yoko's brother is called the Blockbuster King. By himself. <laughs> the Blockbuster King. Um, his real name is... Yeah, that's what they call me, the Blockbuster King. And his boss is like, nobody calls you that. <laughs> his, his real name is Teresia. <laughs> okay. Yeah, my mom named me a girl name, so I'm going to call myself the Blockbuster King. Way cooler than a girl name. But he uses a different name because he is very You fucking say cool. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. I thought it would say cool, too, and I really wanted it to. Yeah, all right. Teresia. Yoko and Teresia. Beautiful. They they both have girl names. Oh, blockbuster king <laughs> blockbuster king okay um okay all right yeah let's get to the act one the first kill yeah okay let's see so the first kill is gonna be sona so that Ooh. means yoko yoko makes the first kill yeah i put in uh the first kill we see is yoko trying to kill sona to get her alone yoko Puts on 
<laughs> oh no. A red. Oh no. Headband. Oh. <laughs> that has a photo <laughs> of Sona on it. <laughs> you see this? I'm coming for you, Sona. When she tries <laughs> to get. <laughs> okay. Um, Yoko puts on a red headband that has a photo of Sona on it. When she tries to get Yoko to stop, he tells her that the only way he's going to stop is if she wears the same headband that he Ooh, has on. Sounds like a trick. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know how this is going to get her alone. <laughs> she wouldn't want to wear it out in public. She agrees because he is the best at everything he does. I, there, I, I'm really uncomfortable with this unreliable narrator situation we've got going on here. Um, yeah, I'm starting to think this whole story was written by Yoko. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I get, yeah. So if, if I, um, I'm, I'm wondering if this is a, um, if, if Yoko is strictly a character and it is just like the story is a little bit more through Yoko's lens than the others, or if Yoko is like a stand-in for the for the, the composer or the lyricist. She agrees because he's the best at everything he does. He then gives her a red scarf and tells her to put it on so she can look like he. <laughs> so she can look like he. <laughs> um, I also I really like the I, I like the the Yoko situation where it's like and yeah then she just uh, agreed to do it because uh, you know Yoko's the best at everything he does but in reality Sona was like Yoko sh uh, stop it I'm not gonna wear your stupid head I'm not gonna wear your stupid head fine <laughs> Yoko wins again <laughs> with his cunning charisma I think not only do we have an unreliable narrator, we don't have a linear timeline here. Ooh, interesting. Okay. She agrees because he is the best at everything he does. He then gives her a red scarf and tells her to put it on so she looks like he. <laughs> he asks her if she will try to take her revenge on Yoko. Oh. Um, to me, that means like he now thinks he has her cornered and is like, right. are you going to try to get back at me for what I'm about to do? Right. She tells him that she already did and he should have done it earlier. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, well, so this could, I mean, it could be an, a nonlinear linear timeline, but it could also be like, she's like, she has a secret. She's already done something that is going to really make Yoko mad and he is yet oh, to find out okay. about it. You're saying that she's pissing him off outside of the assassin game. Yeah, yeah. Like I forgot yeah. that friends interact outside of games. That friends and podcasts. don't just play games. <laughs> uh, well, I no, because it was interpretation... it was on their podcast. It's it has something to do with the podcast that they do together. <laughs> yeah, their podcast is called Tab Tab. <laughs> My interpretation was that she's saying, um, right, "He's like, yeah. are you going to get back at me for this?" And she's saying, "Like, you should have." got me sooner i'm only going along with this because i have you cornered now mm. i killed who was meant to be targeting you and Ooh, now i have oh um so let, let's see if that tracks though so she was meant to be killing ali c 
And so that Allie means, C was meant to be killing Allie B, and so Allie B was killing Kazuma. If Kazuma she had Yoko, Yoko, it would have been so the she final killed all standoff. the way through. <laughs> yeah, like this. This would be the the final standoff if that were the case, which is highly dramatic. Um, uh, it's but we we would have to. So okay, okay. Honestly, I yeah, love it. Yeah, maybe we flash all the yeah. way back now. Honestly, I, I love it. Like, I'm fine with that. Yeah, so now we flash back through all of Yoko's. We kind of, like, slumdog millionaire back through all of, um, or all of Sona's kills. All of Sona's kills. Yeah. I was thinking, yeah, slumdog millionaire is one interpretation. I was thinking of uh, Kill Bill. Which sure. Is, <laughs> I've yeah. seen Kill Bill one time. Don't remember anything except for your mom's text ringtone. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, now we're flashing back through various one-on-one yes. like, kill situations, yeah. like Kill Bill. Yeah, this is very good. So we don't, yeah, we don't uh, even need them. <laughs> Isn't that also we, what happens in Slumdog Millionaire? It's, it's, he's yeah. flashing back he through He flashes all of back the... to all the times he killed Alex <laughs> <Yeah>. Trebek. <laughs> On, Alex Trebek. <laughs> You know, Indian races. <laughs> Indian Ale- in, in India, Alex Trebek hosts Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. <laughs> um, yes. Everything's topsy-turvy. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, so we don't even need the... We don't need the random generator anymore because we know how this went down. So Sona knocks out Ali C first, first and foremost. Yeah. I really, it really does play to the idea that Yoko just thinks he's this ooh big, cool, cunning guy. Knows has a great plan for getting his target. He gets to his target. Meanwhile, we're like <laughs> two weeks into the game, and he yeah. has yet to like make yeah. a move. But the thing is, Sona's kind of scary to me now because I now I get the idea that she's like. I, you, if you sh- fucking speak a word of this to Yoko, I will kill you for real. And so they've all been just like going <laughs> off, the, like the idea that like that. Oh, everything's fine. Nobody's made any moves yet. Everyone's being very careful just to pull one over on Yoko. But also, Yoko's like such a coward that like he knows who his target is, right. Sona. So when he's with anyone else, he's on edge, and like they're now all trying to like make him even more on edge. Yeah. <laughs> God. All right, we flash back to Sona's first kill when she got Ali C. This is like really not a bad story structure. This is like pretty good. Okay, we flash back to Sona's first kill when she got Ali C. Okay. It was at the first block party that oh. Sona tried to kill her. Wow. I mean, yeah, it's end of the year, I guess. You know, there's a lot going on. Yeah, I like the idea that her first kill, like, she didn't even get her target in, like, a private place. Yeah. She was like, I'll just find a moment at the block party. Oh, my God. Yeah. Her guard will be down. All right. It's it's writing it for me. I love it. In order to get her to, uh, I thought it was going to give me B alone. I'll type that (laughs) myself. Level three, baby. Level three. Yeah, anytime you uh, influence a botnik keyboard and like re-roll it a few times, just say to yourself, level three, baby. <laughs> um, all right, you can you can help me interpret what this means. Okay. Uh, in order to get her alone, in order to get her to be alone, Sona started to use her ability to move like the wind. <laughs> when she Stupid did that, wind. she started to get close to Ali C. So she's just moving quickly, I think. 
I don't. I, I was like, is she flailing her arms around like she's all <laughs> like blown move away? Like the wind. I don't think that like I don't think or want this world to be any like there's there's nothing like supernatural going on. No, here. I don't think so. Yeah, she just is very quick. She's on the cross country team. All right. When she did that, she started to get close to Allie C. And when she was close enough, she took down Allie C. Oh, she got her. She got him, boys. When Sona had finished. Now, I think, um, I don't just think this. Right with Transformer. Thinks uh, it's real murder. Yeah. This is, yeah. (laughs) When she finished cleaning the blood off her hands. Wouldn't that be wild, though, if the story was that, like, in that final confrontation between Sona and Yoko, he's like, I haven't even seen anybody around all week trying to to, to kill each other or kill me. So, so I, you know, I just assumed everyone was laying low. And she's like, yeah, they're laying real low, laying six feet under kind of low. <laughs> I need to ask the blockbuster king what you mean by that. <laughs> uh, when she was close enough, she took down Ali C. When Sona had finished... She told Allie C that she was ready to start her revenge on the person who had hurt her most, Yoko. <gasps> what did Yoko do? Oh, man. Are we going to know until the end? This game is just like fun for everyone except for Sona. It's like, <laughs> I need to ruin the fun for Yoko and then yeah. kill him last. I need to ruin the fun for Yoko, but in the process for everyone else, because <laughs> this is a, a solo mission. Well, now I'm saying that, like, Allie sees, like, well, that's great, but, like, my target's not Yoko. And, like, right, yeah. Allie C yeah, explained yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah. her target was her twin. <laughs> Her long lost twin sister who she was reunited with and is now being raised by her dad and two uncles by Allie C explained that her target was her twin sister Allie B but she didn't seem to um, I think she's gonna like she doesn't seem to mind that she's going after Yoko as the big prize (laughs) she's like alright where is she at wouldn't it be wild if Sona just like mows everybody down at this one block party and then waits two weeks to get Yoko? Let's him like live in fear, like twist yeah. on the. <laughs> what is it? Twist on the vine? That's not right. I wilt on the vine? Twist in the wind. Move like the twist wind. Twist in the wind. <laughs> I don't know what. Twist the knife? Mac the twist knife? like a knife? Mac the knife? Matt the knife? Um, yeah, this is just reinforcing it. Uh, Allie C explained that okay. her target was her twin sister, Allie B. Um, mm-hmm. And now we're going to get a little confusing with who she and her are referring to. But mm, Allie C okay. explained that her target was her twin sister, Allie B. But she didn't seem yeah. to care about that because her target was not her sister, but Yoko. Right. I get. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I get. I get. Yep. 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 Um, yep. Sona is so scary. <laughs> All right. Um, let- I just I have to know if the if the crime justifies the punishment in this situation. I think we I think the way we handle this is we go through these scenes. Oh yeah, and then right no, before definitely. we get back to the first scene, we flash all the way back to what inspired. Oh, this. definitely. I'm just on the edge of my seat. <laughs> this is like such a good movie. Or it music. really is. 
All right. In the next scene, Sona is hunting her target, Allie B, at the park where Yoko mm-hmm. used to play with Allie C. Oh, okay. Sweet. Interesting. I really hope it's not just like a jilted lover kind of thing. I really I, hope I Yoko won't just accept did it. some like little shit business. Well, no, because I don't think it will be. Because like Sona's like the 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 tomboy and the out. Right. Oh yeah. Right. Obviously, she doesn't have time for boy problems. Ooh, this is a little dark. Uh, she catches up with oh. her and asks where she's going. Allie B says she was going to meet up with her sister, but she was not there. Oof. Did I've, Sona I've kill Allie everything. C in the last scene? Jesus, no, Sona, it's a game. <laughs> like, I don't it's think she did, right? I don't think she did either. I just think I, I just think that Allie and B and Allie C don't communicate very well, probably. I think this also might be a... It, it might be, like, comically shot kind of dark, like... Right, yeah. So you get that scene and you're like, Allie's not here. I actually haven't heard from her all day. And then it makes you think <laughs> she's dead. There's a glint in Sona's eye. Yeah, you see, like all this foreshadowing glint in Sona's eye, then it flashes back to like Allie C, who's just like at home, like, you know. (laughs) Out of the game. (laughs) Yeah, like not interested, just like doing something else, making a smoothie. All right, Sona asks Allie B if she is going to the concert. Oh. But Allie B says she went to the concert with her friend. Oh, okay. I was hoping it was Yoko. whoever would be next. <laughs> Yoko. Wait, is that her? It was her friend yeah, Yoko? Oh. <laughs> Ooh, which is honestly not good for Sona because she doesn't want to show her hand too soon to Yoko. Mm, yeah. Oh, but wait, no, this doesn't matter because Alice is already dead. Who is? Who are we talking about? Uh, Allie B says she went to the concert with Yoko, so it wouldn't her hurt. sister. Yeah, yeah, her sister. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna put up the uh, uh, right with Transformer loving Yoko up against like now we're getting Sona's perspective of hating Yoko. Sona <laughs> asks her why Yoko, who is supposedly a good singer, <laughs> <laughs> he's the concert. <laughs> Why, Why would he go to the concert if you're a good singer? Just sing in the shower, idiot. Sona asks her why Yoko, who is supposedly a good singer, was at the concert. <laughs> I don't even get the logic. Allie B said that she wanted to see Yoko, but Sona did not understand why. <laughs> if he's such a good singer, why did he go to the concert with you? I don't know. I just wanted to see him. I don't understand. <laughs> well, I, I don't understand you. <laughs> that, that does not make any sense. <laughs> that No, 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 no. That can't be why. <laughs> Wait, you wanted to see Yoko? <laughs> Sona then said she knew why. Because Yoko used to go to the concert with her sister. Uh-huh. And Yoko always said that she was the most talented singer in the whole world. Who is the con- who is the concert? Who for? Who who is 
I who this is, is reminding the, the me. Talent? I don't know who the concert was for, but didn't we establish in last week's episode that this was some kind of like singing school <gasps> or like a Oh, it was that whoever well <laughs> what it was. It was like an acapella was that group. Who- Yes, it was like a, it was like a, de- no, oh, no, 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 it was like a Spice Girls type of thing, oh, purely yeah. because of the Alley B, Alley C kind of thing. So I think they go to like a singing high school. Sure, a singing high school, like a performing as performing arts yeah. vocational. Yes, yeah, 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 for sure. And that's why they live at the school too, yeah. Yeah. So now Sona's like, why did Yoko go to the, con- why did he go to the concert with Yoko? Oh, I know. Right. Because Yoko always used to go to concerts with your sister and then tell her that she was a talented singer. <laughs> I think that Sona might be the wronged one here and she's just jealous that Yoko is a pretty good singer. Yeah. <laughs> but also <laughs> that he doesn't, he doesn't brag about his singing. He knows he brags it. about literally everything else. He's a talented singer, and he doesn't know it, but he mistakenly oh. thinks a lot of other good things about himself, so he's still a dick. <laughs> okay, yeah. Everyone's like, okay, the one so- thing you could brag about, you don't. <laughs> so we've got, so she's, I mean, she hasn't even made the kill yet, or has she? Yeah, I don't think she has. Um, okay. Let me let me get her alone. I like the idea that like I mean they're kind of already alone. They're just in a park. <laughs> it's not like <laughs> she doesn't like everyone at the park. I assume isn't part of their game of assassins. That's so true, she just yeah. gets her alone as like ju- just as icing on the cake, <laughs> icing on her sick cake. Sick cake, bro. Thanks. That was my that that's my character, cake bro. <laughs> sick cake, bro. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> this is a convoluted plan. Okay. <laughs> Sona asks Ali B. Sona gets Ali B alone by asking her to help her find the glasses and earrings which were taken from her. But Ali B <laughs> refuses. Oh, I was going to say, Ali B, that's like trick number one. <laughs> She's like, wait, someone took your earrings <laughs> off your ears? Yeah, and I can't find them because I can't see. Where are my glasses? They did the old glasses earrings snatcheroo. <laughs> but Allie B knows that Sona would never fall for the earrings glasses snatcheroo. Allie B tells her to just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Keep walking, bitch. <laughs> I know what you're doing. <laughs> Nobody has done the earrings, glasses, snatcheroo since the third grade. Since the 30s. <laughs> it is very clearly 1997. The earrings, glasses, snatcheroo does sound like something that would happen in the 30s, though. True. Oh, this is good. So many good okay. lines. Um, Allie B tells her to just walk away, which she does. Sona then says she has found her glasses and earrings, but she forgot to put them on. Allie B then asks if she has a problem, and Sona responds that she does. Yoko. Whoa. Whoa. I I need this kill to happen. This is this is gone. this is so so delayed. I know it's so drawn out. Also, um, you should keep all of this in a Google Doc and might as well do that now just in the event. I know that, my name. You know. 
<laughs> you should do that now, Justin. <laughs> okay, Allison. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I told it to just hurry up, so I said... L.A.B. then asks if she has a problem. Yoko, uh, Sona responds, she does. Yoko, she then kills her target and says okay. she will be back to give her a present. Uh, oh, that's nice. Oh, <laughs> what is it going to It's going to be like Yoko's scalp. It, that's what I thought too, yeah. L.A.B. <laughs> explains that her target isn't even Yoko. It's, was it Kazuo? Kaz- Kazuma? Yes, yeah. Kazuma, yeah. It's so funny. Every like she kills these people, and they're like, "I, it, it, my target isn't even Yoko. Why are you going so hard on me?" Oh, okay. Here's a little bit of flavor. Um, Ali B explains that her target isn't even Yoko. It's Kazuma, the drummer of the group. Oh, <laughs> the drummer of this vocal group. <laughs> I mean, they're they're a band. Yeah, and sometimes you know you can drum and sing, right? Phil Collins did sure. it. Um, yeah, I'm dropping She's off what I have now. the only one to have ever done it. Next, we see Sona going for Kazuma. She finds him in the woods near the concert hall. <laughs> of course. That's, is that, isn't he, is he not the one who likes to hang yeah, out in the woods? That's where he hangs out. Oh, he out. is, yeah. <laughs> the woods near the concert hall. Uh-huh. <laughs> Kazuma's the first smart one here that remembers oh. they're playing a game. Um <laughs> She tells him that she wants to see him, and Kazuma tells her to just stay where she is. <laughs> you, 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 you don't get any closer to me. Aw. Uh, she says that she has a job for him, but he refuses, oh telling her to Sona stop is... harassing him. Sona is so insidious. <laughs> She's so fucking creepy. She just got lie after lie. <laughs> <laughs> get away from me <laughs> please leave I'm in the forest to get away from you <laughs> Sona then asks if he knows what she wants and he says it's something very important but she says it's a good thing that he isn't part of it <laughs> okay you know what I want yeah probably something pretty important yeah but it's not something you're a part of <laughs> You're just you're just in the way. You're a pawn in my game. <laughs> you're just a pawn in the big old city. Little old me. <laughs> Looking all pretty. <laughs> Little old me, the narrator. I'm so pretty. <laughs> all right. Uh, I just punched it up a little bit here. It wrote okay. what I wanted it to write, and then I pushed it from there. Um, Kazuma then asks why she's here, and she tells him that she wants him to take her out. He says that he has no idea what she's talking about and that he has a boyfriend. <laughs> she's like, I want you to take me out. Like, that clearly doesn't mean what he thought it did. But, yeah. But even so. I, I just thought what that would we, be a what funny does she little... Even, <laughs> what does she even think he could do? Like, he could do... Like, what does she want from him? Is she just taunting him, like as if as if she's like, "Oh, may- may- maybe you you have me for all I know." <laughs> yeah, like she's showing up in the woods. They both kind of know <laughs> the score at this point, and she's like, "I'm here. Why don't you just kill me?" <laughs> I have a boyfriend. 
And it's Yoko. And I have him. Wow. Okay. Uh, Sona then says she will leave. Okay. Hold on. Let me back it up. He says that she has no he has no idea what she's talking about and that he has a boyfriend. Sona says she will leave him alone for now and says that she'll kill him later. After that, she leaves Kazuma and runs off. After a moment, we see Sona and she comes back with a baseball bat. Holy shit. As she says Sona, goodbye. It's a game. As she says goodbye, she tells him that she had to do what she had to do to make her life right. What in God's name did Yoko do? <laughs> Please leave me alone. I have a boyfriend. All right, fine. Seconds later, <laughs> storming back with a baseball bat. Oh, for fuck's sake. I don't, I, I'm so, I'm on the edge of my seat, truly. It's so cinematic. Ooh, I like where this is going. Okay. Uh, I said after she had to do what she had to do to make her life right, Sona gets Kazuma's assignment, Yoko. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of this is written by Transformer. In the okay. course of the next scenes, we see Sona and Yoko playing baseball. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's so insidious. He calls her a good friend. Oh, God. Yoko. I think this what is now? flashbacks to like over the years playing together. Okay. She calls her a good friend and asks her if she likes him. What if it turns out that this whole time the thing that she has against Yoko is that he's actually a homophobe? <laughs> and yeah, all of this has been justified the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she asks if she, he asks if she likes him. She says she's not sure, and she wants to know what he thinks about her. Um, he. Of course, he calls her good friends and asks if she likes him. She says she's not sure, and she wants to know what he thinks about her. He says that he thinks she is a very kind person and that she does not deserve to be treated as a target. But Yoko says okay. it is the first time he has ever talked to her like this. So was Sona being okay. bullied by the other kids? Probably. Okay. But then, like, so Yoko... What was not was what did he do? <laughs> um, I there's only one thing I can think to do, and it's we flash back to Sona's childhood, <laughs> and we find out that she was. <laughs> My options were that she was an orphan or that she was an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time, she's been very dumb. <laughs> out that she was an idiot in her childhood <laughs> it's like you're allowed to be we flash back to sona's childhood and we learn that she was an orphan in her childhood she was bullied because of her looks and she was scared of her own shadows oh my god okay so she has a tragic backstory i got it sona grew up and became a very strong girl which made her a target of bullies Hmm. Girls aren't strong. Beat Girls up her. Be She's weak. a lame, strong girl. <laughs> She's so strong. She could lift me off my feet if she wanted to. Isn't that dumb? <laughs> what an orphan. I mean, idiot. <laughs> 
Oh, she decided to become a professional baseball player, but that dream became her nightmare. (laughs) Because of Yoko? I guess so. Is he just irritating? Is that all it is? Is he just (laughs) annoying? Like, I'm I'm starting to wonder if her distaste for him is, is like just a little bit unfounded. Like, it's like fine to be annoyed by him, but not to the point of revenge. Of, like, highly calculated revenge. <laughs> yeah, I still don't know who the villain is here. <laughs> I mean, it's been ambiguous all this all this time. I hope this stirs up some real discourse in the in the Robots on Typewriters forums if, if you're, um, if you feel that uh, Sona was justified or if, if Yoko was the real villain here. Yeah, I just hope we get some fan art. Sona decided to become a professional baseball player where that dream became her nightmare. She ended up losing her hair because she was always wearing it in a ponytail. She ended up getting (laughs) into a fight with one of her bullies and her hair was cut off. We see a brief shot of of Sona and how she was in the hospital. Because her hair got cut off? (laughs) I don't know how Yoko relates to any of this. I'm just typing his name. (laughs) Yoko, who had come to visit her, says that she had been treated very badly. What a dick. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> what, what is happening? Um, how do they get to the music school? How, how did they get to it? Yeah, like how do they go from being professional baseball players to <laughs> music school kids? Maybe it's like the inverse of the typical narrative where like it's like the parent their parents want them to go to the music school and want them to become famous vocalists and all this, but they just want to be jocks, man. So this is I Don't Dance. Yeah, except, yeah, sure. (laughs) Except (laughs) straight-ish. They decide to go to a music school together and that Sona will be the one to give the first pitch at the music school concert at uh the school things finally went wrong between <laughs> level three when no <laughs> what 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 is I, it i think this has been like hanging as like a possibility for a while, and I didn't think okay. it would come back. Okay. Um, things finally went wrong between Yoko and Sona when Sona had to work at Blockbuster. <laughs> now, if we go all the way back, it says one of the friend group worked at Blockbuster, worked at the Blockbuster oh. that is owned by Yoko's brother. That's right. So it ne- it was owned by Yoko's brother. That's <laughs> yeah, that's why he's Blockbuster King. <laughs> oh wow. Okay, so she. Oh my God. So Yoko's brother. This is exactly what I thought. He's the villain. He's the 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 villain behind the scenes. He's pulling the strings. He put Sona up to this for sure. Yeah. Um. But she's like so vindictive that it makes me feel like she was like a sleeper cell and she he's just using her as a weapon. <laughs> like Sonia had uh, Sona had to work at Blockbuster while while Yoko stayed at home. Teresia, Yoko's brother who owned the Blockbuster, tried to make her a deal so that he could buy the Blockbuster and he could make money by selling video games. 
<laughs> Good luck, bud. <laughs> I don't know how he's going to make money by Sona killing Yoko. <laughs> I don't know. Teresia offered to let Sona leave the store. <laughs> okay. But Yoko said that she had to stay and work there. <laughs> no, you have to stay and work at your job. You can't <laughs> come play. Which Sona refused just, I, to I do. I don't understand. It's really gone off the rails, so wait. Sona needs to kill Yoko because Yoko is telling Sona he can't she can't leave the blockbuster job with his brother. I sh- sh- yes, I like I I yeah. It just makes like Sona off as like kind of deranged and like probably in need of some real help. I'm I'm giving some more context. Yoko said that Sona could only leave the job if she was Oh, Yoko said that Sona could only leave the job if she was to become a singer. Okay. But uh, she wants to be a baseball player? No, she's in a band with these other five and Yoko's the uh-huh. singer. Right. So she needs to take out Yoko, become the singer, make him work at Blockbuster while she sings. Okay, okay, okay. I'm all right, <laughs> you got there. I said Yoko was the singer in the band, so Sona could only become a singer. Yoko was a singer in the band. <laughs> Well, it's a very direct uh, version of that song. (laughs) John is the singer of this very (laughs) song. Yoko is the singer in a band. (laughs) All right. uh, This clears it up a little bit. Yoko said Sona could only leave the job if she was to become a singer. Yoko was the singer in the band, so Sona could only become a singer if she was able to win a bet with Yoko. Sona decided okay. to do what Yoko said and win the bet. So Holy this, shit. Okay. This whole assassin's game is a bet. Between the two of them. Yeah, it's like, the, yeah, what are the terms of the bet? And then we can get back like it, to Sona and Yoko's murder yeah, scene from like the beginning. Yeah, like, I bet you can't beat me in this assassin's game. Like, what if that was as simple as it was? Like, what if they, Yoko didn't even realize he was signing on for the bet in this moment? And, like, when they picked their names, he was just like, I bet you can't get me. And she was like, want a bet? You want a fucking bet, <laughs> You want a bet? You want a the bet? <laughs> Nothing's making sense anymore. <laughs> I don't think it's. I mean, I I don't know if these if these people have reasonable motives, but that might just be what it is. That's fine. Yeah. All right. I don't understand how this bet really works, but the terms of the <laughs> bet were: if Sona wins the game of Assassin, she could sing for the rest of the year. Okay. But if Sona loses, Yoko would leave the band. <laughs> Does he want to leave the band? Yeah, he's just too good. Yeah, maybe he's been like he. He now remember all the things he brags about. He brags about everything except right. the fact that he's a singer, a good. True. Singer. Yeah. He doesn't even like singing that much. Oh, but he he's realized just that really like this was good. a way out for Sona all that time oh. ago. And, wow. Like, has been forcing himself through music school and like. 
making it all worthwhile. But now he's like, okay, fine. You can be the singer and we'll like, we'll have this weird shitty band if you win the bet. (laughs) But if you lose, Uh. I'm done being in the band altogether. And like, I guess the understanding is like, it'll all fall apart and like, you won't oh. last through music school. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's the bet. All right. Um, yeah. We so that flash brings us back. Yeah. Forward to Yoko and Sona in the dormitory. They were, they were. They were. Um, I don't know where they were. I imagined them being outside, but I don't know if I had a reason for that. Uh, yeah. There. It doesn't establish where they were. We flash back to Yoko and Sona with the red headbands. The red headbands. <laughs> like a lifetime ago. Sona said that Yoko should have done it earlier as he attempts to kill Sona. Sona tells Yoko that she could have saved him <gasps> with her singing. Oh. But she didn't want to risk losing to him. <laughs> Sona tells Yoko that she could have saved him with her singing, but that she didn't want to risk losing to him. Sona then tells Yoko that he is a quote big boy, and that he'll be a great <laughs> musician when he gets to be the guitarist. Big boy, gonna be a good musician when you get to be the guitarist. Yeah, you're gonna have so much fun in the band as the guitarist. (laughs) Big man, big boy man. (laughs) I hate that in a sinister intonation. (laughs) Ooh, this is harsh. Uh, She then says she can't wait for the day that she can sing in the band and quit her job. Yoko tries to reason with Sona, but Sona stares him down and tells him that he was, quote, an idiot. (laughs) They told me I was an idiot when I was a kid, but you were the idiot. How are we, how is this, how is this tying up here? Uh, well, um, I think I see where it's headed for the ending. I, I don't really understand the ending, but I kind of get okay. it. Okay, okay. Uh, Yoko tries to reason with Sona, but Sona just stares him down and tells him that he was an idiot. Next, we flash forward to the band being on tour and Sona asking if anyone has seen the, quote, big boy Yoko lately. <laughs> the audience <laughs> says that Yoko is gone. The group then takes a bow. What the fuck? Okay, so this is like a call and response thing that they do at shows. (laughs) Anybody seen the big boy? boy? (laughs) He's been gone. (laughs) Oh my god! It's I. I'm gonna say it. I think Sona was the villain all along. I think she is just downright nefarious. Yeah, I think it was at the beginning written as if it was a, uh, as if it was Yoko writing it to throw us off. But no. Oh my um, god, no. No, that Holy was shit. all <laughs> Sona <laughs> writing it and trying to throw us off her tra- trail. Track. Holy shit, her trail track. Um, that is really <laughs> something. <laughs> that... Sona is so she is the most 
like terrifying character that I I find her scarier than Jack. Oh yeah, no, she's Jack's she's fucking like, twisted. Yeah, Jack's at least like uh, friendly and like charming, yeah. <laughs> and you're not even sure if he actually eats people. Um, he does. Sona he does, is definitely. like. So Jack's supposed to be a cannibal. You're not sure if he kills. Sona's supposed to be playing a social game, but you're pretty sure she does kill. She kills. <laughs> oh wow. Um, that was a that is that story was it's incredibly cinematic. Very very good. Yeah. Um, at some points, it kind of loses. We can't. Yeah, kind of lost some some stuff here and there. Yeah. But um. You know, it's this is. I mean, review. We we got we got time. We'll, yeah, we'll this work is out just the, kinks. the the kind of we'll work pitch, with the kinks. But like the whole the whole script and the the songs yeah. are what really are gonna sell it. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. So yeah, you'll see this on on Broadway, and we'll we'll call it twenty twenty two. Yeah, um, I'm excited that, that now. it's now a baseball and musical movie, so you can have your big I don't dance moment. Uh. God, that is incredible. Um, yeah, I will probably be writing that song using Write with Transformer at sometime soon, so keep an eye out for that. Oh, I can't believe it's baseball and musical. That is really, really good. I also am now thinking that this is like a knockoff Scream movie, but it's not Yoko <clears throat> that uh, Teresia made watch Scream. It's He was playing it in the blockbuster, yeah. and Sona saw it again and again and again. Yes. Like, oh, my yes. God, yeah. <laughs> yes. That could be me, but we're playing. But we're playing. Assassin. <laughs> so this is perfect. Because <laughs> that meme has, does not exist yet. Um, okay. Well, that was that was very good. Um, I can't wait to work with that story more. Um, that was um, right with Transformer, by the way. Yeah. It was. It's a. It's a tool that uses utilizes GPT two for language generation that you can work with kind of collaboratively with the neural network. You can type what you want and then hit tab to um, make to prompt the neural network to write text, and you kind of you know pick and choose what you want to happen next. Um, you can do it with anything, not just storytelling. It's, uh, it's great. Yeah, um, super and that's versatile. by Hugging Face. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So if you, um, um, you know, if you have any ideas for, uh, for any other kind of, um, production elements that could go into Assassins, the game, um, you can hit us up at our email address. That's robots at backcamp.org. We also are on Twitter at robot typewriter and we have a theme song and it's video challenge by Anna Monaguchi. Yeah, I would say send us your, uh, if, if we miss something in the plot, send us plot ideas, send us yeah. song ideas. Um, I do want to ask, right with Transformer, the final number of the musical is a song called, well, I, it's, I don't know how, how they wrap this one up emotionally, but uh, the final <laughs> number of the musical is a song called The Great Game. Yoko is in the lead, and Sona plays the piano. <laughs> Yoko's there? I'm okay. wondering if it's like, yeah, he's back for some reason, or if it's like... So uh, usually it's like, Mario's favorite the thing boy? about the movie Frozen, that the last song is like the song about the ice trolls that comes like a half hour before the movie wraps up. 
<laughs> Maybe it is that. Actually. So this that is like a little more sense. Yeah, during their big fight, they have a song called "The Great Game," and yeah. then it's the last oh, song that God, Yoko easy. sings. Yeah. In. Holy shit! Yep, very good, very good, very good. <laughs>